Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hi, this is Janice Torres from Yo Quiero Dinero. From a local business to a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America gives your operation access to exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Copyright 2024. Welcome to Two Black Guys with Good Credit, the show for the financially curious and the financially knowledgeable. Sean, Karen, what do you guys know about the wealth mindset? Well, let uh, me tell you this, Matt. I know that I've I know that I've kind of got one, sort of. I, I like think. that. I like that. What's his name, Lewis? It's 2021, Sean Linda. I can make my own wealth mindset. I don't need my uh-huh. handsome, extremely handsome, tall and successful boyfriend to do it for me. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this, Matt. From young, I don't know what inspired me, what it was, but my lucky number has always been seven. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And, and exactly. I, I feel like there's a double meaning seven. here. I feel like there's you're going somewhere with this. On my high school all-star basketball jersey, I was number seven. I my my junior A captain of my hockey team, I was number seven. You understand? When you know, if I when I tried out <laughs> I for the baseball the team, on your I, I, my all-star <laughs> high school team. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you know, Back I was like whenever I put on the all-star jerseys, it was like number seven was thrown my way. You know, and so when I think of the wealth mindset, that's because by the time that you went to high school, there had only been six total players, (laughs) and you were the they had just invented the sport of basketball. (laughs) Well, it was invented in Canada, by the way. That's kind of ironic, but you know, seven's always been good to me, Matt. Like I always do things on on sevens, you know. So So, yo yo, so how does sevens connect to the wealth mindset, Sean? Because there are seven streams of revenue that Uh I believe that if you just Instead of focusing on like the widgets or the business that you're trying to do, if you know, focus on oh widgets. god, here we go, you guys love my widget. But if you focus, if you constantly, if you change your mindset and you just co- focus on trying to tap into all these revenue streams, and if you are able to successfully get earn money from all these seven wealth streams, you will be wealthy. It's a weather way of looking at how to get rich. They say or create wealth. It's by students. Excuse me. Instead of focusing on the job or the occupation, focusing on the revenue stream. You know, I myself who attacks those seven streams, it's time I share. It's time we share, guys. Let's break it down. So to start this off, let me just say this. Budgeting, savings, and having good credit are all very important factors to your overall financial health. However, you cannot budget, boost your credit, and or save your way to wealth. Sorry, it's just not going to happen. 
It takes money to make money. So think about it. If you have no way of generating income, how will you continue to survive? Yeah, and Matt, the average person has only one to two sources of income. Like most people are talking about getting rich, one or two sources of income. That's not really diverse. However, the average millionaire has seven sources of income. Once again, back to my lucky number. So the only <laughs> thing that could be stop you from building your way to a millionaire status, aka Sean status, is the number of income streams you have coming into your damn pocket. Karen. I mean, that's right. Um, I mean, this is a slightly triggering conversation for me, but I love it. The first um, stream of revenue on our revenue stream checklist is one that we're all intimately familiar with, which is earned income. And that's the most obvious common way that anybody makes any money is from physical or mental work that you perform with your time in order to get paid just like that. But please note that even if you have more than one job, you know, a lot of artists have like 17 jobs. It still only counts as one source of income because you only have, you're allocating your time and your energy. You only have so much of those finite resources. So a job, even seven jobs still counts as one thing, right? So and important what you just said, Karen, like there's only 24 hours in a day. I tell people all the time. And so many people think about getting paid, getting rich is about creating multiple streams of earned income, but you can only divide your time up in so many ways. Beautiful right. said, beautifully said. Thank you. So yeah, that's why other forms of income are so important because you don't want to have to, you know, you, it, other forms of income basically help you create more hours in the day. With earned income, your money's not working for you. You're working for your money. You're literally working for your money. And you want to get to the point where your money's working for you. So that leads me to number two of the seven, which is dividend income. That's where dividend income is when you own shares of a stock or mutual fund, and the company distributes at least a portion of their profits to their shareholders, to you. With a dividend income, you have the option to purchase additional shares or put it into your damn pocket. Like GameStop? Like GameStop. There's no physical or mental work required for you. You invest your money on the specified date from the company, and you'll be paid a dividend income. You're not working on earning. You're just going to get part of whatever this company's making. You're going to get a, a share in their profits. That's number two. So if you just have earned income, you need to step up your dividend income game. Matt, you got one for me? I absolutely do. So our third stream of income is interest income. Income you earn from lending money. When you purchased an annuity, bond, certificate of deposit, which is a CD, and or open interest-bearing checking, savings, or money marketing accounts, you are loaning your money over a certain period of time in exchange for interest payments. Usually, the riskier and or the longer you allow the entity to borrow your money, the higher the interest payment will be. So, for example, an 18-month CD will probably pay higher a higher interest rate than your checking account. Right. And friend of the show, Cadence Alternative Investment is really good for this. Absolutely. Nice little plug there for, for Cadence. Nice little plug. That one is for free, guys. <laughs> <laughs> And that brings us to number four, which is residual income, which is stuff that artists, which is something that artists are pretty intimately familiar with. Residual income is money that you continue to earn on a daily, weekly, and or monthly basis after you create and sell a product just once. So there's certain careers that allow you to earn residuals, such as life insurance agents, medical supply sales representatives, employee benefits, sales consultants, et cetera, et cetera, salesy kinds of things. Even like Bill Cosby, he's locked up and he's still getting residuals. You're 100% you know, that's right. I mean, I know... <laughs> There, there is. He's got there, out to residual checks. He's like, you know, I'm locked up in jail, but I'm still getting paid right now. You're a million percent right. And there's a, there's a service that tracks, you know, people who create content, audio content, stuff like that. It tracks how many times it's used 
out there in the world and then you get paid residuals on that. So you get a check every couple months or whatever. And sometimes like music, music, producer. music producers get paid just to yeah. make sure you're just saying, like if you sample or, or play their music on a show, you know, those guys get major residual checks. Yeah, that's 100%. I think that's even hard, similar to what's going on in YouTube, right? You're putting your product out there on YouTube and you're getting these residual checks. Well, that's kind of my point. You can, you can do it yourself, right? So you don't have to have a recording contract. You can just create content that people like, write a book, create a digital course, develop a program, have a membership or subscription program, record music, make a movie or a short or whatever. You do it once, you sell it, can, it continues to generate income from, for you over and over again without you having to do anything else. Yeah, being involved in those businesses is such a blessing. If you're involved in a business where not like if you just sell t-shirts, once you sell that t-shirt, you know, you get your money, t-shirt, it's done. But this business, if you're so like you said, my my cousin sells insurance every year when people renew their policy. That you sell the one policy every year they're renewing. You you make uh, produce a record every time someone uses it, people you get that check in the mail. That's residual income is the bomb. So I'm I'm definitely all for that. So, exactly. So we've talked about four right now, which should be opening your mind. I mean, we mentioned earned income, we mentioned dividend income, interest income, residual income. So if you're all about earned income right now, you should be like, your mind should be blown right now. The next one, number five, capital gains income. Capital gains income is when an asset, investment or real estate appreciates in value. Your asset becomes worth more than the purchase price. The gain is not realize until after you sell your asset or investments. For example, if you purchase a piece of real estate for $50,000 and after three months it sells for $75,000, your capital gains is $25,000. And we'll, I'll even add to that like equity. You know, these, these assets, you may not sell, sell them, but you can tap into them to get money out of them to do and to purchase other things. So capital gains is something that, once again, needs to be part of your arsenal. You can't sit there and it's easy money, just like residual, if you make it work for you. If you buy some art as opposed to like buying a car off the lot, depreciating value, like you buy some art. You can, is oh, that art is trending so well that we're even coming out with a show just focusing, talking about art. You know, art, you know, is is trending really big time. And I would advise anybody to think about investing in art because you get to enjoy, feel it and watch it go up in value. So and yeah, we're going to be talking more about that. There's platforms all over the place for that too. Masterworks is one. There's all kinds of stuff you can do. The only trick is, I think, with art, with investing in art, is that it's harder to sell, right? Because it's not a share. It's not exactly a divisible share. <laughs> it's part of a thing and it's more abstract. But anyway, we should do a show about that. Definitely. All right. And our sixth stream of income is rental income. You get rental income when you are paid for allowing others to use your stuff. Most commonly, Rental income comes from some sort of real estate, rooms, apartments, houses, or commercial space. But however, you could rent other things such as equipment, liquor licenses. Maybe Karen has that big wardrobe in her big closet. Maybe she might rent out those mink coats or whatever it is she has. That fancy That's right. stuff. I'm choosing to wear this hoodie. I have mink coats that I could be wearing instead. <laughs> Just want to look humble. <laughs> Sean, I know you were big on that rental income. You want to talk about it? Yeah, I mean, rental you, income. You've gotten wealth from, from, I mean, that's one of your big streams. Mm -mm. Just, as, as my favorite rap band group of all time, Tribe Called Quest, would say, mm, just a smidget, a tibbit, a little bit of something, you know, you know what I'm saying? A little five dog for you, Matty Matt. Um, yeah, rental income is great. I mean, you just got to provide, you know, a service, a, for, a, a, you know, like for me, I provide an apartment, I make sure I maintain the units, and I get a monthly payment, you know, that from the most part covers my overhead and then a little something extra for me to, to, to do other things with. So I think you should all, and you know, it doesn't have to be even in the form of like, for say apartments, like, you know, my son's mother, she, I helped, she opened up a salon 
a beauty salon. And then, you know, the game with her was like, you know, you're not in the business of doing hair. You're in the business of real estate because the chairs that you have in your salon that they have to pay you weekly to rent those chairs, that's rental income. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to we want to do this project to the point that where the money that you make for actually doing hair for people is money that you is your money. You don't have to spend it on anything else except yourself. And the rental chairs pay for your business. And thankfully, she has five chairs rented, and that's what's happening now with her business. Karen, why don't you take us to number seven? All right, guys. So our seventh and final stream of income that will help you to build wealth is profit income. And that means simply buying something low wholesale and selling it high retail. Literally anyone can do this. You don't physically manufacture anything. You don't have to make anything. You're just buying it in bulk at one price and reselling it to others, probably in smaller amounts at another higher price. Like the kids that sell water on the subway? Exactly. Oh, that's a great business. You pay five dollars for don't even you pay five dollars for the case, you sell it for twenty four dollars when it's done. You're like that's a five hundred percent return on your investment. Come on, that's great. I mean, have you seen the M M&M and M racket going on in our city? <laughs> yes, I know. How many basketball <laughs> leagues are you in, young man? I was like, oh, yeah. Young fellow, yeah. can I just buy the M and M's and not sign anything? Would that be okay? This is a little inside baseball to New York, but it's yeah. quite possible that kids have got going on here. So we're at the end of the show. So let's recap the seven streams of income, the seven sources of income. Our number one was earned income. That means you're punching the clock, going to work, your daily job. Number two, dividend income, when you own shares of stock, mutual funds. Uh, then there's interest income, you earn from lending money, an annuity, bond, certificate of deposit. There's number four, residual income. You, do, you sell something one time and it continue, you continue to sell it or generate income from it over and over again. Number five, we have capital gains income uh, when you own an asset and it appreciates in value. Number six, rental income when you get uh, when you, you know, allow people to use your stuff, apartment rentals or renting your expensive clothing like Karen does. And number seven, profit income, the last form of income, which is simply from buying low and selling high. So those were our seven streams. Sean, any final words on this show? Yeah, for our listeners that really want to have the wealth mindset and and retain wealth, I always say you don't need to recreate the wheel. You need to leverage and learn what other people are doing. And this is what the wealthy are doing. They create, like, from even when you watch, like, the Shaquille O'Neal's, they'll create multiple streams of revenue and under that fall under these these on this umbrella. So if you change your mindset to really focusing on tapping into these seven streams, and I don't even care if one of them only brings you a dollar a month, the other one brings you twenty dollars a month. But if you keep tr- focusing your mind to build these different streams up, you will guarantee. I, I don't use that word often. I don't use that word lightly. Guarantee create a wealth mindset and create wealth for you and generations to come. So focus on how many sources of. If, I don't want to care how many businesses you have. How many different ways you're earning money? Folk, tell us how many streams, how many sources of income do you have and what category do they fall under? And you might be kind of shook and shooken up to see that a lot of them are going to probably fall under earned income. And that's why you may be in this, this forever running spiral of trying to really build this wealth, but you're really not really focusing and having your mind set in the direction of creating these wealth, these wealth, these revenue streams. So that's it. Yeah. And I would say on that note too, is that, and also under the umbrella of not recreating the wheel, because, you know, whenever I get triggered by these shows, which is all the time every week, (laughs) um, I'm thinking they're going, how do I start this from scratch? But actually that's a really defeating attitude. You're probably already doing something, no matter what you do at your earned income job, that you can actually leverage into something else. You can teach somebody something, make it into a course. We're in a weird pandemic plague. (laughs) This is the perfect time to take out your iPhone and shoot something and upload it and earn residual 
additional income, you're already doing something I can almost guarantee that will earn you additional streams of income. So you, you definitely got this. Well, that brings this episode of Two Black Guys with Good Credit to a close. I hope you got something out of these seven streams of income uh, gems we've been giving you. And a wise man once said, if you don't learn how to get paid while you sleep, you will work until you die. So you might want to take heed and get those streams going. I'm Matt Smith, one part of Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and I'm out. And I'm Karen Margolis. And on that note, I will also say as a PS, watch out for unstreams, things that suck your revenue right out of you. <laughs> like, suck your uh, time. Yeah, suck your time. Like, uh, like I don't know, scratching your butt and playing video games or a partner that doesn't that contribute. Or, <laughs> or mm -hmm. well, it's, it's, it doesn't earn you any money. Or you know, maybe it does. Maybe you can set up a Twitch and make money like that. But um, yeah, certain things are going to jack your time and energy and money. And those are the anti-revenue streams. And sometimes we don't even see them until it's too late. But anyway, I'm Karen. I'm right there with you. I'm also building my streams of revenue. So hit me up and let me know what stage of this you're at. I'm sort of somewhere at the beginning, but getting there, just like you. You can hit me up at Karen Margolis on all the social, K-E-R-E-N-M-A-R-G-O-L-I-S, Karen Kardashian on TikTok, and I'll see you guys next time. I'm Sean Linda, the better half of Two Black Guys with Good Credit, and I want to shout out a young lady that started following me because I do financial literacy, and then I followed her back, and actually the show was inspired by her post that she had about this, so I said, let's do a show on it. Her name is Lisa Aret Camposiano, I think I got it right. And, you know, she teaches people how to make their money work for them now so they don't have to work for money later. Later, You can check her out on Instagram. Her Instagram channel is it's Lisa NYC underscore. So thanks, Lisa, for those posts. I do check them out. And, uh, yeah, this show was inspired by one of your posts. So I'm Sean Linda. Better have two black guys with good credit. Check us out on tbgwgc at gmail.com. And as I say, I say every week, your money is your money. Keep it in your damn pocket. And I'm out. Black guys. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.